0: content may not be suitable for some audiences Your discretion is a Wrestling content may not be suitable to some audiences Your discretion is a bite, Wrestling not be some audiences is content may not be suitable audiences Your discretion is a bite, Wrestling absent, may not be suitable for some audiences Your discretion is a bite, Wrestling content not be suitable
1: Ho, oh, ho, fans, it's another edition of Wrestling POV Global. I'm your, I guess, sometimes insane co host, our <laughs> host, the legend T. James Logan, and my co host with the most who will eat toast off a roast. We're talking Elio Canella, <laughs> the gentleman himself. Holding it down
2: from coast to coast. From coast to coast. Pun, <laughs> smoother than the butter you put
1: on your toast. Now, I told you I shouldn't drink 15 monsters before I started the show, but hey, they taste that damn good. It's the Monster uh, Dragon Fruit T one. It's got me addicted. I'm bouncing off oh, the wow. walls. Uh, you know what, Elio? This has been a bit of an easier week for us What's because the, there was no New Japan. So you would think that, oh, we must have it. I know, it Those New Japan cards killed me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you think it would be easier, folks, that we didn't have to do this. But there is a crapload of important cards coming up this weekend. that So me and Elio are actually going to have to go over a whole bunch of big cards coming up on WrestleMania weekend. So, mm-hmm. and I think we wouldn't be remiss if when we get to the NXT UK part that, uh, Elio does this week, I think we should preview the match between Walter and, uh, Pete Dunn. So we should talk a little bit about that yep. at the time. So, you know what? Uh, let's start off with, uh, news floating around the world of wrestling, uh, independent wrestling. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, I want to start off with ROH. Uh I know you're really happy about this, uh, Kenny King, one of your favorite wrestlers. There, Elio, signing a two-year oh, deal. Yeah, oh, two I, years, two more
2: years of him. Two more years <laughs> oh, of Kenny no. King,
1: and uh, you know, I, <laughs> Kenny King. Oh. I feel bad because I mean, the guy has potential. It just there's just something about him that he's so vanilla. That it's, it's, there's something just not clicking with me. And I, I don't think he clicks with a lot of fans. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can just find something for him. Because it's not that it's a lack of talent. It's just something about him that they just, you know. God, I just hope they could find yeah. something to make him palatable. So that we can at least watch ROH and not have to get mad every time we see it. Uh, sticking in <laughs> ROH. Uh, this one, I mean, last week we reported Flip Gordon was... Uh, Healthy, ready to get back in. Was looking. uh, We had guessed that maybe he was going to be the guy that Bully Ray was going to fight at uh, at SuperCard, but he hurt himself again this week. There's a possibility he could be out for six weeks. Or sorry, six months. He might be gone for six months.
2: Six months. Yeah. Wow.
1: So for sure, he will not be on the ROH SuperCard at Madison Square Garden. Feel sorry for the guy. He works pretty hard. Um,
2: Yeah, and he just came back and already re-injured.
1: Now, I gotta throw a bit of New Japan wrestling news out here right now. Okay. Um mm-hmm. and it kind of coincides a little bit. Ex- well, not kinda, it fits right into today's special interview fans. <coughs> Excuse me. We have a special interview with ROH television champion Jeff Cobb. Now, I um as we were doing the interview, you know, I tend to like I try not to get into guys' faces and I try not to really Ask the super hard questions that might embarrass them because I don't want to blow the you know their confidence in me. But sometimes if something mm-hmm. comes up, I'll pause it and I'll ask the guy, "Hey, I want to ask this question. Is it cool? If it's not, I totally get it. I'll move on, you know." And he said no. He said he wouldn't mind addressing it. And the question was uh, roughly about a year and a half ago, Jeff Cobb showed up in New Japan Wrestling, teaming with Michael Elgin. And uh, they did a tournament. They did, I think it was World Tag League they were in together. Uh, after they were eliminated, Michael Elgin had a lot of very disparaging things to say about Jeff Cobb on Twitter and other social media, oh, which wow. he later took down. But it got out there. He was saying a lot of things about how, you know, Cobb wasn't that great of a worker and he was overrated and that he, you know, so a lot of stuff. Were, so-
2: were, were, they, were they actually our friends or. Were they ever friends, or were they just... I don't think you know?
1: so. I just think they were teamed together by New Japan. and uh, Oh, okay. So they got this, you know... They uh, Elgin said all this stuff. And I always wondered about this, because I've known Jeff Cobb since he uh, first started getting onto the national scene. You know, I've known him for the last mm-hmm. nine years, and I've saw him progress. And let's face it, we've talked about Michael Elgin before, me and you, and both of us are not very... We don't find him very exciting. Yeah. He's, he's kind of just a boring... He's not... You know, he's supposed to be a big strong man but the guy's not even six feet tall you know he's Mm -hmm. a strong yeah but you know he's he's not really all that special and uh you know when he said that stuff about jeff cobb i was a little upset and uh i know some of it was removed and then it seemed like cobb didn't come back for a while and then he shows up now and now today Mm -hmm. it's announced that michael elgin is parting ways with new japan wrestling um and i just want to say As we've talked about in this interview, you fans will hear what Jeff Cobb had to say about Michael Elgin and the situation, but I would just like to point out one important thing right now. At this day and age, at this moment, Jeff Cobb is the ROH World Television Champion. Michael Elgin is pretty much not wanted by any American organization at the moment. So (laughs) what does that tell you? Yeah, I wonder what that tells you about (laughs) who has a good perspective and who can, you know, you know, you dig your own grave sometimes, Elgin, so... You know?
2: Again, it, it goes back to that, uh, to that, uh, to that uh, thing that that we all say where you know some guys outside of the ring they're the nicest guys and some are just really horrible people.
1: That that's exactly true. And uh, you know, as yeah. I was started in uh, dealing with professional wrestlers, now this isn't always true. It took a while, but it didn't seem that when I dealt with the so-called villains and the bad guys, they tended to be mm-hmm. the nicer guys. That you'd meet and a lot of the guys who were the great big white white uh white meat baby faces man they were like total dicks (laughs) now it's changed for a while and maybe that's just because as a as we've grown and we've gotten on this show and bigger things that guys you know treat me with a little more respect or something and maybe that's just it but uh Mm -hmm. that was one of the things we always used to laugh about some of the guys who played the worstest villains uh tend to be the nicest guys and I really hope to God Sammy Callahan isn't a super nice guy. I hope I don't meet him and feel like crap for all the things we've said about him.
2: (laughs) They might make their own book and put you in there. Put us in there.
1: They'll put us in our own book. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so that's my big news. Michael Elgin, um, looking for work. Will wrestle for money or toast <laughs> or something. <laughs> I know you got some news. Tell What do you got going on there, Elio? Uh,
2: well, I'm staying with the Ring of Honor. Neil Dashwood is now a free agent. She revealed on her Twitter account uh, that she's a free agent after a recent run in ROH, and she opted not to sign a new contract. Wow. And as I reported last week, uh, this uh, she was uh, training for a name ring return, so. Who knows, we might they said it's possible we could see Reggie went super hard with her first match back.
1: Yeah. This would be really interesting. You know, uh does that open AEW for her? Does that open up uh where does she head from here? I mean, we've noticed uh didn't Madison Rain uh, opt not to re-sign with ROH when she was unhappy yep, with Madison the way directions are went going. Back, yep. Went back to impact and speaking now speaking of we Madison find
2: Rain, I have a I have a one one piece of impact wrestling that actually oh. Ties into uh, this week's uh, event that they're holding Let's hear it So at United We Stand, there was supposed to be an intergender match With Eli Drake facing (laughs) Tesla Blanchard Which he refused to do so And he's recently come under the heat For going on social media and uh, posting how intergender matches Take the realism out of sports entertainment And therefore he's been replaced with Joey Ryan
1: Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> well all right. If if anybody in impact can throw his weight around though, it is Eli Drake. I mean he's probably probably one of the hottest prospects they have, but wow, that's not a good way we, to make we're... friends in the locker room, Eli. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and when you're replaced with Joey Ryan, wow.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I guess we're gonna see a lot of penis maneuvers.
2: Uh... oh no. <laughs>
1: Oh, you got anything more for me, Elio?
2: Uh, that's about it. Actually, uh, one piece of AEW is has to do with Pac. Apparently, he's not. Apparently, uh, they're saying that he wasn't actually signed with AEW. He he's been pulled out of WrestleCon because he couldn't get a visa.
1: Right. In so time. Did all the, so did all the Dragon Gate competitors that were trying to come in for WrestleMania weekend to fight for various organizations. They and too- he's and
2: he's. He's currently being promoted as in the match against Hangman Page.
1: Yeah, that ain't gonna happen.
2: As well, so <laughs> so that's yeah, that's out.
1: That is out. Okay. So well, you know what? Uh, and that's
2: about it that I have. For well, today, you know
1: what? For this, week. I I would like to pull up the poll. We we ran a poll uh like a two weeks ago, uh, which we uh, didn't yeah. get to. Uh, the poll was it considered? Sorry. It looked at the two Intercontinental Championships that are out there. One held by the WWE, <laughs> the other by New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, before we get to the answers, mm. I would like what your opinions are, Elio, of, of each of these belts, and which one's more prestigious.
2: I'd say, actually, no, sometimes, sometimes, some weeks I even forget who the champions are. Like, I know, I know, Tetsuya Naito is uh, the Intercontinental Champion, but uh, who's got it right now in WWE?
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, R-Truth? No, that was the US title. No. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I have no clue.
2: <laughs> See, that, that is pretty bad. Um, so but I'm still gonna say it's uh WWE is more uh, prestigious. Okay. than the, I then the New Japan because I it's been around. Uh, I've like it's uh, been held by some of the legends of in the past, like Honky Tonk Man and such, Randy Savage. Okay. So it's Cur- got like a. It's got like a, a, a Wait, did you say? A,
1: did you just say Honky Tonk Man was a legend, Elio, That's You slapped the, he, you slap, slap yourself mind. in the you slap yourself in, in the face in his own mind. <laughs> in his own mind. Oh uh, my lord! I grew up with uh, Honky Tonk Man in the uh, Stampede I Wrestling did, area. Wow. Oh, what a what a guy! He was in Stampede Wrestling quite oh. a bit before he went to the WWE. Um, did he look the same? Exactly. Only well, he called himself Honky Tonk Wayne, oh, and uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'm okay. uh, I i uh, going to go with
2: the WWE because it's got like okay. the long history behind it's it. It's
1: got the lineage. Well, I'm going to say 20 years ago, I would have said WWE. Mm-hmm. But you just hit, hit the nail on the head. Who knows who the hell the Intercontinental Champion is Because uh, for WWE? Because who knows? It changes so much. They give it to such crappy wrestlers sometimes. Sometimes it's good wrestlers. Sometimes yeah. it's not. It's half the time but, it's an that's afterthought. That's what I hate. So I think yep. I think today, in this day and age, at least the Intercontinental Championship in New Japan is defended regularly, is highlighted as a main event thing, and has shown a lot more respect than the current one in the WWE. So like 20 years ago, I would have said that, but no. Right now, I'm going to have to go with the no. fact that uh, I'm going to say, and now I, I saw our poll. Go ahead and read the results.
2: So the results are... Sixty-six percent went WWE, and thirty-four went with NJPW. Hmm,
1: that's pretty interesting, but stupid. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that yeah. did feel good. There's
2: a shout out to Rick Serrano the third.
1: Yeah, don't get used to it too much. I'm not shouting out to the puppets. Forget that. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right, you know what? I just uh, understand
2: though, like. Yeah. I just understand how sometimes they are. Uh, they treat these belts like props, and they say they call them props and saying they mean nothing.
1: <laughs> That's a whole nother discussion I don't want to get into right yeah. now. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I yeah, get no. it. And the bad thing about the Intercontinental yeah. title is it's been treated so poorly. That's the reason I, I just yeah. – yeah, I guess WWE is bigger in the North American's eyes, but uh, that belt has been treated like crap, and I, I just – Yep. I can't go with it. You know what? It's, it's leaving a bad taste in my mouth, Elio. Let's move on to Ring of Honor this week, okay? okay. All right. And uh, actually, you know what? Before I go to Ring of Honor, I think I'm going to switch it up. How about we start you off with WWE NXT UK? Oh, okay. So Just because – Here,
2: here yeah, we go. Sorry. NXT – Yeah. So NXT UK has kicked off with a Jordan Devlin defeating Dan Maloney with a high-angle backdrop driver for the three count.
1: Um, I like this then match. Had... I mean, Jordan Devlin's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I like him. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I, I like that one, especially that one match he had against, I believe, David Starr. Yeah,
1: had
2: they've had some great matches. Out. Yeah, yep. Then we had Cassius Ohno coming out to issue his apology quote. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had Dave Master vignette. We had a promo with a uh, she who shall not be named.
1: <laughs> oh no, not our. Does her name does her name rhyme with skinny? Because she certainly is. Yes, uh... <laughs>
2: yes, uh... sir. <laughs> Then we had uh, Rhea Ripley feeding Zaya Brookside with Riptide for the win.
1: Now, I don't... Okay. um, Rhea Ripley. I strangely find her attractive. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but she's strangely attractive. (laughs) And uh, Zia Brookside, I think if she didn't have her dad's name, I don't know how far this girl would go because I find her boring as crap. But Rhea Ripley, loving her.
2: And uh, after the following of the match, uh, Rhea Ripley... uh, uh, got on a mic and uh, said, "Is this uh, the best uh, that you have?" Like, and then um, Piper, Piper Niven comes out, and we see the debut of Piper Niven.
1: Now, fans, I've seen her before. Um, I can't. It's escaping me what name she used to use quite a bit, but she's been a long stay in Scottish wrestling, and uh, you know her probably from the WWE, um, the Divas. Young Classic. The May Young Classic. She was in the first no, one.
2: The May Young Classic.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and she did okay but uh she was a really big wrestler in uh, Scotland for the last while so I find it pretty interesting to see uh to see her come over she's she's a powerhouse she's a powerhouse mm-hmm. lady and uh and we, it, I'm I got I'm expecting a lot out of Piper Niven
2: and then we took a look at uh, Walter another an interview with trend seven saying how he has to walk alone now in his uh in his uh feed with Joe coffee and he's got the trend seven army right behind him <laughs> Wow! And in the main event, in the in the main event, it was a no contest as so both Noam Dar and Mark Andrews were stretched out of the arena.
1: That's strange, hey, seeing two guys stretched out together, like both hurting themselves. Yeah, <laughs> That's kind those, of a weird thing. That was a
2: very strange idea. Yeah.
1: Noam Dar. Uh, it's
2: apparently, out Apparently, no. As soon as and uh, Noam Dar went down, I uh, you see the referee call uh, for the EMTs. That
1: was crazy. Um, you know what? I was a little disappointed in Noam Dar. Yeah. He doesn't seem to have the step he used to have in two hundred five. I just, I don't know. He seemed a little watered down.
2: Seems like he's gone uh, down uh, from uh, when moving from two hundred five to NXT UK.
1: Yeah, I expected more, and I was a little disappointed in what I saw. Yep. But it's his first match back, mm-hmm. so we're obviously not going to judge too harshly. But I was excited because I enjoyed Noam Dar. I really enjoyed him when um, the original Cruiserweight Classic. I enjoyed him on two hundred five. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it was a little bit disappointing. Now, that was the main event. Now, we have a bunch of cards that we have to preview for next week for WrestleMania. But one of the Mm -hmm. matches that's being held at NXT, the regular NXT that's covered by the other guys Mm -hmm. at at, uh, WPOV Wrestling, um, one of those matches involves two of our guys. And I'd like to talk about that a minute. I'm talking about Pete Dunne putting his belt up against Walter.
2: Yes. And
1: uh, this will be for the WWE NXT UK Heavyweight Championship Mm -hmm. and uh, I've been tracking Walter for quite a while I mean I think I even showed you some stuff before Walter even made it into dope
2: I even uh, looked some stuff up on my own and And, uh, saw like his his work.
1: I think that they're going to strap the rocket on this guy I mean Pete Dunne has been champion for Close to two years. I think it's time. He's He's had his time.
2: He's been champion since NXT UK first started.
1: But bear in mind that first year he defended the belt like twice. Yeah. (laughs) But Is he
2: the Brock Lesnar of uh, NXT UK? No,
1: they just, when it started, you remember there was really no WWE NXT UK to begin with. They had belts, but they didn't have a show. Oh, that's true, yes. They went quite a few months before they had anything regular going on. Yes. Um. I think Pete Dunne is an interesting guy. I'm not as sold on him as I know some people are. Mm -hmm. I find some of his uh, stuff questionable. Um, I think Walter is the real big deal that you got this guy, you got to use him.
2: Yeah.
1: You got to use him. And I think Walter is going to come out as the WWE NXT UK champion. What do you think, Elio? Yeah,
2: I'm going with Walter to take the UK championship at uh, TakeOver.
1: Well, it'll be interesting. Now let's get into uh, ROH. Now, fans, we're skipping through these pretty quickly today. For the simple fact is, we're also going to be previewing some uh, shows coming up, and there's just lots of stuff to talk about. Now, ROH TV this week. uh, Oh, first of all, NXT UK. uh, As we're finishing it, um, I would give it a good. uh, I'd give it an eight this time. I mean, it was okay, but Sorry, no. We usually give ABC. Okay, I'm going to give it a B minor.
2: Yeah, mine's going to be, a, be just the opening match was uh, the only one that stood out for me to me.
1: And I know you liked he, She Who Will Not Be Named. You, I know you're a big fan of her raking <laughs> I'm sure people's you mis- arms. I'm sure,
2: you mistake, I'm sure you're mistaken about that.
1: Every time I see her on my TV, uh, UK loses at least one letter. Okay, so they, <laughs> they might have been an <laughs> oh, A- but as soon oh, as she oh. showed up, it became a B-. minus. Um, oh... ROH TV. It was one of those times where there was only two matches on the whole uh, program, but they were good matches. Oh, I
2: must have seen the. I must have watched the round one. Then I, I saw oh, the Road
1: to G One. Oh yeah, you, that's not what the regular show was. You saw oh, a special. Okay. Well, the the, the regular ROH TV had uh, Roosh versus Mark Haskins was the opening match, and uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a tremendously good match. Roosh really put on. He's really going to be something, I think, big for ROH. I think he's going to be in the big time. Mark Haskins looked good, and he got in a lot more than I thought he would, but, uh, you know, he was he, he did okay, but he, he in the end, got spanked. Uh, the main event, however, was really fun. Villain Enterprises capturing the six-man titles from the kingdom. Uh, we've oh, talked about wow. this. Marty Scurll, um, Brody King, and PCO. Great fun. And PCO. Team. Yeah, PCO. That, yeah, guy's that was amazing. a great match. Uh, the kingdom... You know what? A lot of people put down Matt Taven in the Kingdom, but I'm finally sold on these guys. I like Matt Taven, I like TK Ryan and I kind of like Vinny Marcelli. Kinda, I'm still a little <laughs> bit out on him, but the other two, I think, I think they're really not. They're really underrated. And uh, I
2: mean, I like his catchphrase. So what do we say? I'm Matt Taven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nobody else could use I it. Should that's for sure. do that. I I didn't start doing that. I'm Elio Canola. Oh, good, because I was afraid you were going to walk around saying you were Matt Taven. That would not have been a good idea. All right, you know what I think? Before we get into our special interview, which is part of ROH, before our break, let's break down quickly the ROH Supercard. And and let's talk about who we think is going to go over and what. Oh, So, Elio, I you read them off. Give me – let's go the other way. Let's go from the least match to the biggest match.
2: So let me pull up the Supercard uh, matches here and we have Fantas- – I was going to say fans, you can a, tell we
1: are state-of-the-art <laughs> entertainment uh, system here. No, sorry. Go on. There, go on.
2: There's, apparently, there's two dark matches uh, before the actual Skip em. show.
1: Skip them. So, we we're not going to see them.
2: So the first one is, of course, uh, Will Ospreay versus Jeff Cobb in the title for title match and the winner takes
1: all. Ooh ooh ooh! I am picking Jeff Cobb. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm gonna have to go with
1: Jeff. I'm Cobb. I'm sorry. I have to. I have to go with Jeff Cobb. He's on our show this week.
2: Yeah, Jeff Cobb. You hey, bet. You better, you be going better, better. You might get, You're gonna get in trouble if you don't.
1: I'll get a tour of the islands if he does.
2: He'll <laughs> okay. put you in his book. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Roush taking out Dalton Castle.
1: I'm going to go with Rush on this one. Yeah. Dalton Castle's broken up.
2: For the Women of Honor Championship, it's Maya Iwatani defending against Kelly Klein. I think Kelly Klein's going to take it back this time. Yeah.
1: It's got to be. I mean, you can't have it. Yeah, it's got to be Kelly Klein. I'm sorry.
2: Bully Ray uh, taking on on Juice Robinson in New York City Street Fight. Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson. I'm over Bully Ray.
1: (laughs) I think everybody's over Bully Ray.
2: <laughs> then We have a three way match with Taiji Ishimori versus Dragon Lee versus Bandito.
1: Ooh, I'm gonna stick with Ishimori on this one. I think the Bone Soldier is—he's uh, at his peak right now. Who are you picking?
2: Uh Bandito. I haven't seen. I have to see more from him. I'm gonna have to go with Ishimori. I'm not gonna go, Ishi- go with Dragon Lee.
1: Yeah, Dragon Lee. Then uh, we have.
2: Then we have a winner's take all. Uh, um, four oh, yes, way with. Girls of Destiny versus Villain Enterprises versus LIJ versus the Briscoe Brothers.
1: Man, that's an any team's goal. I am going to go with. Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to go with Villain, Enter- Villain Enterprises with this one.
2: Yeah, that's who I was going to go with. Uh, because this one's a hard one to pick, but I'm going to have to go with Villains because I'm just a fan. Wait,
1: wait a sec. You know what? No, wait. I'm going to change that. The simple fact is this isn't the six-man. This is only PCO and uh, Brody King. So oh. I'm actually going to change mine over to the Gorillas of Destiny. Oh, okay. all right. Yeah, because Marty Scurll is in a different match. I forgot about that.
2: Okay. Then we all right, have, who we got next? We have Zack Sabre Jr. defending the British Heavyweight Championship against Hiroshi Tanahashi.
1: Uh, I'm going <laughs> to go with Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, because we've seen...
2: We've said it in the past, she's uh, is broken, he's getting up there.
1: Yeah, I mean, he pulled something good on the New Japan Cup, but I don't think he could do it twice in a row. Uh-huh. I think Zach's going to smarten up and uh, get get her done, as the Canadians would say. Yeah, and
2: then, would uh, say. and then and well, then we were talking about this in the poll, the IWGP Intercontinental Inter- Champions Tetsuya Naito defending against Kota Ibushi.
1: Oh, man. You know what? I'm going to go Kota Ibushi on this. I know Naito is probably the best pick, but I'm going to pick Abushi. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give him a chance here. Yeah, Who I'm going to see Ibushi.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with Ibushi here. Uh, then we have a three-way letter match for the ROH champion. Jay Lethal versus Body Squirrel versus Matt Taven. Oh.
1: Ooh. I'm going to last him on. Jay Lethal's my boy, okay? I like <laughs> Matt Taven and I like Marty Skrull. Um, I know a lot of people underestimate Matt Taven. I think he'll have a great showing here. Yep. But uh, I'm going to go with Jay Lethal.
2: You can't, can't go against Jay Lethal. He's got to win this
1: one. Right. Well, you know what, fans? That's the G1 supercard. I feel there's one more. Well, oh, there is one more match.
2: The final, the
1: final, yeah, the final one uh, Kazuchika
2: Okada oh f- versus Jay White.
1: Duh, we watched all of the New Japan Cup to get here. <laughs> Okada versus White, man. Oh man! I am gonna go crazy here, and I'm gonna say White.
2: Wow. Okay, I'm gonna be against you. I'm gonna go Okada
1: on this one. This finally, we agreed so much on this card, but you know what? I think uh, Jay White has to prove himself here. This is his proving ground. Yep. He gets a win over Okada, even if it's a cheat win. Mm -hmm. He at least proves himself. So I say. White, I'm sure that the Bullet Club's going to be involved. I'm sure is going to get screwed over hard, but I think we're—I think White, Jay White's going to be the winner here. Okay. All right. Well, you know what, fans? We have been yabbering at you for almost a half hour. We have a twenty. Today's show is going to be extra long, and it's brought to you by Crest. No, it's not brought to you by Crest. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, we're going to go over now to uh, our interview that I recently had, like less than two weeks ago, with Jeff Cobb. It was in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. He appeared at the 18th anniversary show of um, the Prairie Wrestling Alliance. Uh, we had a great time. We talked a lot of stuff. We talked past. We talked Olympics. We talked wrestling. We talked Michael Elgin. We talked New Japan. He even talked Will Osprey. So you know what, fans? Sit back and... I gotta tell you, Jeff Cobb's actually a pretty fun laid back guy. He's just as you imagine most of mm-hmm. those Islanders are. So let's sit back and hear what, we, uh, what he has to say. Okay. Hey, fans. uh Welcome to another edition of WPOV Global. I'm your host, legend T. James Logan. Got with me today a guy nine years ago standing in Calgary talking to him. I saw, I saw there, I thought this guy's going to be big someday. Today, he is probably one of the hottest guys on the independent circuit right now. He is the current ROH television champion, the pro wrestling guerrilla world champion. That says a lot right there. You know that. We're talking about
0: Jeff Cobb. Hey guys, what's going on? Well, Jeff, you know well, what? Oh, I mean, sure. Technically, technically, I'm—I can't be hot on the Indies if I don't do the Indies anymore. Well, yes, you know what? I shouldn't say that. But, but, this is my third show in Canada this month. So, um, some people in Saskatoon last night say that I brought the good weather with them. <laughs> Because it wasn't cold as poop out there. I heard it was like negative 40 or something. It's been like that here, too. You came You came two weeks you're better. Wel- you're welcome, Canada. Oh, I'm sorry. You're welcome, Saskatchewan. And, and Canada, And, else. and uh, Alberta province. Alberta province. You're welcome,
1: guys. Well, you know what? You came here nine years ago. Today you come back as the main event guy. You are the guy that everyone came to see. Everyone lined up to buy the merchandise. I I think everybody came to see TJ. That's possible. It's possible, too. But uh, in all humbleness aside, let's talk about the journey of Jeff Cobb from the beginning to where we are today. First of all, you're listed as an Olympic-style wrestler. Tell us a bit about that.
0: Uh, Well, I did compete in the 2004 Olympics. Um, I lost to—I went 0-2, 0-2 barbecue. Uh, one of the guys I lost to was actually a UFC superstar, Yoel Romero, Oh, and uh, if you look at him in the UFC, you will realize why I lost. <laughs> he is definitely a tough guy. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, but yeah, so I, I wrestled um, amateur amateurly, is the word I guess I'm looking for, and um, with my dreams of becoming a pro wrestler since I was a kid, and that's why I joined amateur wrestling in high school, because I thought it was pro wrestling. As you can tell, I wasn't a straight-A student. <laughs> but I bet you were great on the wrestling team. Uh, I mean, I guess that was the only thing I was good at. Like, basketball was my first sport I played, and then realized I was short. <laughs> so, like, I've been there. Yeah. 14, everyone outgrew yeah, me. I couldn't, yeah. So, And then I transitioned to wrestling, and yeah, bada-boom, bada-bing. Now, where did you start your training for wrestling? Amateur wrestling? No, you're pro wrestling. Pro wrestling. Uh, I actually trained in Hawaii uh, with Action Zone Wrestling, uh, I started training January 2009. I'm, I'm dating myself, but yeah, January 2009.
1: <laughs> Excellent. You know what, those guys? I've taken a look at some of your old matches. It was an awful lot like you see uh, the, the matches out here. But you finally found. You, uh, you had to probably leave the islands to get more more exposure.
0: Yeah. Uh, so like, there's like that. Like you said, uh, that trip that we came up and wrestled in uh, in uh, Calgary and Edmonton a few like many years back. Uh, and then we trans- like we flew to San Francisco, and that's where I met um, the booker for All Wrestling at the time, uh, John LaRocca. Uh He was the booker APW of um, Beyond the Mat Fame, that company. And uh, I joined. Uh, he said, "Hey man, you got to get out of the islands. Like, like you're too good to be in Hawaii." I, and no disrespect to Hawaii, it's just you know I, I I did everything I could there, so I had to move on. So, uh, you know. I took that to heart. I was like, you know what, I gotta move. Uh, I'm not gonna get any better being five hours from the West Coast on a plane and 10 hours from the East Coast and all that. So I was like, you know what, I'm out. So I saved up uh, all my money, gave it myself to. I'm gonna leave January and rest is history, as they say.
1: Now, was it? Uh, it must have been a little intimidating and hard at first coming into a whole new area. Yeah. There's a gazillion wrestlers. You're trying to throw your name out there. What sets you apart?
0: Well, I, I kind of knew um, when I did that uh, the APW show, and then I came back and did another APW show. Um, I kind of met a few people uh, who I became really good friends with uh, in the Sacramento area. Uh, the rest of our company called the uh, SPW or Supreme Pro Wrestling. Um, some of my like closest friends came from that company. That um, when I came up to Opera Wrestling, that there like there was kind of like a, who's this guy coming in. So I made friends with them, and I, I'm still friends with them to this day. Guys like uh, J.R. Kratos, who, I th- who it's a shame that he's not doing more traveling and more stuff because, like, like, WWE was looking like, at him for a long time, and they, I, I think they still kind of want him. But, like, you know, like, he definitely needs to get more stuff, and I push for him every time I can. So, you know, you never know. He might come up to Calgary and just kick some booty. You, yeah. think, you think I'm in- intimidating. That fool was intimidating. Now, have you? Do you have dreams of the WWE someday? Is that uh, on your wish list or? Um, as of right now, I'm happy where I'm at. I'm very, um, I don't want to say comfortable because comfort is the enemy of progression. So I, I, I love what I'm doing with Ring of Honor. Um, just and New Japan. Obviously. And New, oh yeah, because they give me the freedom to work in New Japan and and come and I still am able to do Progressing Gorilla and I'm and I'm still able to do. Um, shows in in Canada like for example right here tonight you know and then go to like other countries as well so it's given me opportunities to go to other countries and other places I haven't been like for example last night first time I ever wrestled in Saskatoon
1: <laughs> and you thought it was a berry?
0: <laughs> I, I honestly didn't I didn't know where Saskatoon was I I'm sorry guys I honestly worry, know I'm not quite sure where it is yeah. it's a so, province like, over. you know I'm, I'm very happy like Ring of Honor schedule is great it's great on the body um, I don't have to wrestle three four times a week um, one of the positives. Is I don't have to move to Florida.
1: Uh, nice. Yes. <laughs>
0: no. Sorry, guys. Love you guys down there. Bye. <laughs> yeah. But I just. I yeah. Like as of like, if you ask me today, I'd say no. I I love where I'm what I'm doing. Uh, with Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor is a great company. Uh, they're definitely on the rise. Case in point. When would I have gone and wrestled in Madison Square Garden? Yes. And I'm doing that in a few weeks, WrestleMania weekend, you know, like Ring of Honor's teaming up with New Japan, and we're running in the garden. Like, nobody's ran in the garden other than WWE ever. No, I don't think so. Maybe, no. That's just the 40s. 19, yeah, maybe in the 1940s. But since then, WWE's had a chokehold on that, on that building. And because of Ring of Honor being a, a great company that they are and New Japan being as hot as they are, like, both companies is being on fire right now. We're wrestling in the garden. And yeah.
1: It was was so cool to see your progression. I mean, first of all,
0: the pro wrestling gorilla thing, that obviously put a lot of eyes on you that may not have seen you before. Definitely. Um, It was like my first match at pro wrestling gorilla, I believe it was like June 2016, I believe. Or yes, 2016. Yeah, 2016. I can't remember. I got hit in the head a lot. Yeah, June 2016 against Chris Hero. And after that, like like my stock definitely rose. And I owe a lot to Chris Hero for like, pushing for me to get in there as well um I think Sammy Callan helped out as well so like those two guys you know much love to them um yeah Chris Hero <laughs> but yeah so like that and then Hero giving me the match that he gave me and letting him letting me throw his ass around the ring sorry I said ass no, but cool. yeah, letting me throw and you know he's not a he's not a cruiser right he's no. a big boy so letting me throw him around you know I really appreciate that and that and after that like and I just started getting emails, hey, you want to come work here, you want to come work here, you want to come work in England, and I just opened up the doors, and because of PWG, that's what got me, that's uh, kind of helped push me more into New Japan, like into the eyes of New Japan, because guys like William Rico showed up to shows, uh, Tiger Tori would show up to shows, Rocky Romero showed show up to shows, like WWE superstars would show up to shows when they're in town, and just hang out backstage and see stuff, and then learn from them, and then... Than just being getting eyes on on myself and this and it helped me definitely
1: you know i remember the day i turned on new japan and you popped on the first time i saw you there and i was like i remember calling my wife going look jeff made it to new japan he's going even further oh. what was it like though that's obviously usually the mecca for some wrestlers of like get to japan and get to
0: work there it's sort of like the holy grail to some uh, north american wrestler oh yeah i love new japan like that like well to be fair i love japan as a whole, like the country is just beautiful. Uh, but I, I definitely am a fan of their wrestling, their culture, their history, and just everything that New Japan puts out is it's amazing. So, but yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, New Japan is just great. Like their company is beautiful. Um, the wrestling's great. They have some like they have arguably the best wrestler in the world there, you know, in Okada. Um, Ibushi's amazing. Like just everybody, everybody. Is amazing there, the from from the guys that are on top right now to the guys on the quote unquote mid card to, to the, the young lions. boys. Oh my God, the young lions are so good. Like, whew. that's like uh, shit, yesterday. Someone like I watched a match and then I told him like, Hey man, you're 150 pounds and 150 pounds, five five, and you're rest, and you're not Rey Mysterio. So watch the young boys, man. They they fight from underneath and they're so good. So, yeah, everything from that New Japan does, oh, beautiful.
1: Now, you first came into New Japan, and then there was a bit of a gap before you came back. Rumors have been circulating that Michael Elgin had been saying bad things about you in that <laughs> New Japan. Let's just clear that up, clear the air on that. The, the rumor was that New, Michael Elgin had said some disparaging words. New Japan backed off a bit, but then came back.
0: Uh, well, that's not the reason why I didn't come, to New, come back to New Japan. Uh, originally, I... Th- one of the main things was because I was still under contract with Lucha Underground, who has dealings with AAA and New Japan deals with CMLL, right. so that was one of, the, one of the main things. Like That little uh, that little online baloney stuff, that's, that had nothing to do with why I never came back. Um, I mean, everybody knows, I, I don't want to bring that, like is it, you know, it, it had its time in the light and it went away and... Are you cool with Elgin now? I'm cool with everybody. I yeah, okay, cool. I from Hawaii, man. I get along with everybody. I could care like please I in caressing you're never you're not going to be everybody's friend. Everybody's not going to like you. If you like me cool. If you don't like me, I'm still cool with you. I don't care. I'm not going to I'm not going to shit talk you. Or can I say sh- yeah. that yeah. word? I'm say not, yeah, I'm not yeah, I'm not going to shit talk you. Um I I come from the I mean, I don't want to date myself for how old I am. I come from a time where if you have a problem with me, like, let's say it to my face or don't say it at all. Um, and if you if you have a problem with me, we can, we are, I'm more than, like, I, I don't throw hands. Yeah. Because I usually will just grab you and suplex you if yeah. you, I never had to, thank goodness. But yeah, if you have a problem with me, we'll throw hands and then and it's let's, let's get a beer after. It's cool.
1: That sounds like my whole high school.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like I don't care. Like
1: yeah. no. Here's a mystery my fans want to know about. Something probably just didn't think enough to dig this through. But you have something written on your trunks. That's the same thing that Zack Saber and another British wrestler I think I saw. What exactly? Explain what SPLX. Is.
0: So SPLX is a, a a company called Suplex out of the UK. They sponsor athletes and essentially the I believe the first and I could be mistaken on this, but I believe the first. SPLX, or first suplex-sponsored athlete, was Fergo Devitt, more famously known as Finn Balor. Uh, I believe past uh, members included Adam Cole, uh, I believe Kyle O'Reilly was in it, uh, Gail Kim, Chelsea Green, and current team members include myself, uh, Zach Sabre Jr., Dave Mastiff, on WWE uh, NXT UK, Matt Riddle, down at uh, NXT, and Ray Mysterio Jr., who, who, curiously, has the best-selling T-shirt on Suplex. <laughs> we should change that, fans. I've seen this guy wrestle. Check out Jeff Cobb. He will win you over. No, but to be fair, Ray Ray has some sweet-ass T-shirt designs on Suplex, so. Joel, get on it. Give me some cool
1: designs. Now, one thing I got to say I enjoy the most now your size gives you this, like, you huck big boys around. Like tonight, I watched you huck around Gabriel. He's not a small guy.
0: Shane Taylor, I saw you huck around that dude. That's a lot of hucking. Yeah, that's a lot of hucking, but, uh, you know, I'm 50, I'll probably be paying for it. <laughs> I won't be able to huck my grandkids around.
1: Well, not so much as those guys who keep going through the tables out here, but. Oh, gosh, yeah. These guys are cray cray.
0: But yeah, um, I mean that's that's part of my game. That's what I I'll, I am an amateur wrestler at heart. Um, I love to th- throw people. I would always try to throw people, and now I can do it in a ring and not get penalized for it.
1: That's pretty awesome. Now, ROH Television Champion. That opens up a lot of big-name guys coming for you and puts you in the, the spotlight. How much further do you want to go in ROH? Do you, you got, like, maybe Jay Lethal's in the uh,
0: the sights down the road? You know, they have that, uh, I believe Jay has a, the the moniker of the franchise, and he is. If you sleep on Jay Lethal, you're an idiot. He is amazing in the ring. He, he He's the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion for a reason. They didn't just say, eh, we'll put the belt on Jay Lethal. No, he earned it. He clawed his way up. And won it, and defended it, and still to this day is defending the belt. Um, and he is definitely the cornerstone, like a cornerstone of Ring of Honor. And I'd be dumb not to want to test my test my skills against someone like him, who's been there and done that, you know. So, and yeah, I mean, would I love to be a double champion? Heck yeah! Would I love to relive Ultimate Warrior, Hogan, WrestleMania six in Toronto? Yeah. Hell yeah! Uh, obviously, I'll be Warrior because I'll have walkout with two belts. So, but yeah, I mean. I would love to wrestle Jay Lethal. I've teamed with him uh, a few times. It's been great. I've learned a lot from teaming with him. I would love to wrestle him so I can learn even more.
1: So you have not yet ever gotten in the ring with him anywhere?
0: No, unfortunately not. But, uh, you know, like, right now Jay's got a a line of guys lining up to take the belt from him. Um, I'm busy defending the Ring of Honor Television Championship around places. So, uh, you know, if he still has it when I still have it and we cross paths yeah then that's fate but if not oh well but yeah i would love to wrestle
1: him. last question i'm going to ask you tonight before i ask you your social media stuff to throw out there for fans to get a hold of you name me who is the favorite wrestler you've ever had got in the ring with in the last little hour maybe two two guys who were just like this was great
0: match i love this stuff oh man that's that's hard to choose
1: Uh, there's probably been a lot but is there anyone who just pops into your mind right now
0: oh man um i loved working matt riddle We've wrestled quite a few times, and it's been so much fun every time. Um, I'll I'll, I'll name a couple that pop into my head. Uh, uh, Goto from New Japan. I feel like we have great chemistry, and we've always just beaten the crap out of each other. Um, If you watch the Ring of Honor Honor Rising Tour, that was the first time I ever... or not the first time, the second time, but I got to tango with uh, Will Osprey a little bit. And I felt we had good chemistry. And um quite a contrast of style. Yeah, and there's no there's no spoiler alert to this. You know, like I did call him out on social media and say, hey man, if you don't win this new Japan Cup, I'll challenge you for the belt. We'll go title for title. Never open championship against the Ring of Honor television championship at the man at the Garden. That sounds exciting as heck. Um, powers that B hasn't made it official, but ring uh, recently uh, Will Will lost uh, to Okada. Yeah. And he did uh he did call me out on Twitter. He says yeah, Tai Chi wants my belt, but I want Jeff Cobb at the Garden. So, I don't know. We'll see if that match comes to fruition, man. Whoop. Well, uh, before we get going, I want... Uh, how can fans,
1: uh, not only uh, buy merchandise, how can people book you through ROH or whatever things, give out all your social media that you want out there?
0: Okay, uh, well, so, uh, so booking, um, I'm limited to non-U.S. appearances and, uh, unfortunately, non... Ontario appearances because Ring of Honor runs in Toronto, but uh, if you want to book me, um, I actually have an agent, uh, Bill Barons, famously known for representing great big names in this industry. Um, I will get that email up, but I'm I'm gonna forget it. So, but for now, when it comes to my head, I'll come back to it. But uh, you can follow me on social media, uh, Facebook.com, uh, just. Um, like I have a personal fan page and we're friends yeah. on that, but uh, what would you if you rather fans get yeah, um, it's Jeff Cobb athlete. Yeah, just follow me on there. Like, there's a I have an old page. It's uh, like that Mr. Athletic, but yeah. I'm trying to I stop using that for like the past three and a half years. So I'm trying not to do the the Mr. Athletic thing. So yeah, just follow me on Jeff Cobb slash athlete. Okay. Ath- Athlete, sorry, I'm slurring over here. And is
1: there a YouTube thing that you have set up where people can like?
0: Um, yeah. So I have a YouTube page. Uh, just search Jeff Cobb on that one, and that's my YouTube page. I gotta do. I gotta be better at putting up more videos and stuff, more content, I guess, if you will. Uh, but yeah. So I'm trying to get that going. Um, I've been dabbling in Twitch a little bit, and I'm trying to get that working and. Oh my gosh, I'll send you the link so when okay. you post this I, I can know where it's at um, Yeah, so Facebook, uh, Jeff Cobb athlete uh, Instagram, Jeff Cobb Twitter, real Jeff Cobb Not there's a fake, fake ones There's yeah. fake ones out there's there fake Not fake me's, but there's, like, there's a Jeff Cobb realtor and I was like, that's definitely not he me He gets booked in a cage match <laughs> yeah. What am I doing
1: here? Yeah,
0: so there's a yeah. Re- Real Jeff Cobb okay. On Twitter uh, You'll know it's me because I have wrestling stuff on yeah. my stuff um. Let's see what else is there. Oh yeah. So Link, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. LinkedIn? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I'm on there, but I don't even do anything on there. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know why understand I Twitter. Well, yeah. I'm on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Um. Yeah. So and if also if you wanna if you wanna buy merch. Yeah. Uh. T-shirts. pressingtees.com. And a portion goes to you, right? Yeah. A portion goes to me. They're great guys out there. I, I love all those guys out there. And then I don't want to give any spoilers, <laughs> but there might be a micro baller coming out. <laughs> But yeah, uh yeah, uh T's, just uh, type in Jeff Cobb. If you go on the alphabetical search list, I'm between uh I'm before Jeff Hardy and Jeff Jarrett. Sounds good. Now remember when you go on there it's J-E-F-F-C-O-B-B. Oh my goodness, some old South you're gonna strut around and everything. Yeah, I gotta man. And then throw that Jarrett, Hawaiian sign. Jeff Jarrett follows me on Twitter. Oh so S- we follow each other, that's right? awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him up one day, which is like J E Double F C O Double Well, I've been very excited to watch your progression. Keep looking. Oh, you got one? Yeah, one more. Sorry. I remember the email now. So if you want to book me, uh, Bill Barons is my guy. He's my agent. Uh, It will be showbiz at AOL.com. That's S-H-O-W-B-I-S at AOL.com. And just his name is Bill Barons, And just uh, ask him, say, hey. And, And the thing, just make, hey, I want to book Jeff Gabb. Excellent. I'm available for the raffles, The wrestles. The wrestles. Bar, bar mitzvah. Sure. I've never done one, but I'll do it. Uh, voiceover work. Here's my Kermit the Frog. Uh, hi-ho, hey Kermity Frog here. Not <laughs> bad, not bad. And, yeah, not, bad. Uh, and um, yeah, then wrestling and signings and all that fun stuff. Excellent fans. You know what?
1: Uh, Jeff Cobb, a very exciting wrestler. I have not seen a match where I've been bored, so I
0: like that. Uh, you, to, you obviously haven't seen many of my matches, then. <laughs> oh, ouch, ouch. We look, Stop deprecating. He's my choice. He's a humble Hawaiian. <laughs> Ooh, that's my new t-shirt
1: design, humble Hawaiian. <laughs> Folks, check out Jeff Cobb. Hello, this is Miguel
2: Cole from the Wrestling POV Podcast. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is affiliated with the Collar and Elbow brand. Go to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Collar and Elbow has t-shirts, hoodies, sunglasses, and more. And the best part, you're helping out your local indie wrestlers. And you're helping out the best wrestling podcast of all. Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global. You don't want to miss out. So save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV. Oh my goodness!
0: This is Flip Gordon, and you are listening to Wrestling POV Podcast.
1: Folks, wow. I told you that was a fun interview, Elio. That was a was fun, fun interview. interview. Wow! Jeff Cobb, cool guy, man. Yep. Um, you don't want uh Speaking about things that aren't cool, mm-hmm. nah, let's do some Impact. Oh,
2: no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> impact,
2: of course. Uh, LAX and uh, Lucha Brothers get into a brawl to open the show. Then <laughs> In our first match, it's Scarlett Bordeaux defeating Glenn Gilberti.
1: Scarlett Bordeaux looks amazingly hot. I got to do that. But Glenn Gilberti, <laughs> <now. Ugh,
0: laughs>
2: get him off the TV. Why is he, he was relevant 20 years ago. Yeah, like, no, no,
1: dude. He was never relevant. Oh, okay. Never. All right. Never. Moving on. <laughs>
2: Moving on. And then we have a Josh Alexander uh, vignette coming soon to back wrestling. Madison Rain returns next week. Okay. So the second match, we have Jordan Grace defeating Ty Valkyrie by disqualification. No, by countdown. Sorry. Athlete. Yeah. By countdown when cheap. she takes an injury yeah. and uh, Johnny Pag comes cheap. out. Yep. Killer Cross is out next, and of course that leads to the next match with uh, Brian Cage, where uh, Brian. Killer Cross pulls the win out, even though Cage's uh, even though um the Cage's shoulder wasn't down for the three. The the match got awarded to Killer Cross.
1: Can you believe this was a get their get install odd show? I mean, this was sad <laughs> as a pay per view. This whole program was sad. No,
2: actually, this was um, their main event, Killer Cross and Brian Cage. And then, uh, we, of course, we had a death on the show.
1: Which... Okay, you know what? Before we go into this garbage, <laughs> let's just address the first actual wrestling matches here. Um, Jordan Grace looking great, lover. I like her matches. We've had her on the show. She's an incredible girl. Um, of Valkyrie, time's up, lady. Go bleach your hair some more. It's time to get an ass beating. Um, I actually enjoyed Killer Cross versus Brian Cage, and I wish I didn't say that, but it was actually an okay match. It was nice to actually see some fighting instead of the continuous crap all the time we've had with them and Impact and all that junk. Um, But, uh, you know...
2: there was one uh, segment I, I forgot. There was one segment I forgot Ooh. where uh, Tessa Blanchard uh, called, Gail came out to the ring and demanded an apology. And Gail Kim apologized, and said she resigned from her current position to come out of retirement. And there, a match has been signed between the two for Rebellion.
1: Yeah, you could have skipped that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, we saw that coming a mile away. Um, yeah. Okay. I don't really know what to say about the last five minutes of impact because no. just when you thought this couldn't get any more ridiculous, that crap <laughs> that we saw at the end of the show—I um, mean, this was ma- you know, this was like the think of the worst Lucha Underground garbage we've ever seen and multiply it by ten because at least those guys are <laughs> making a show. I was I don't know what say, the hell we I, saw. I was just
2: about to say isn't this the kind of stuff they they were doing on Lucha Underground.
1: Yeah, only well, they do it better, and it would make okay. more sense, and it would have a story, because <laughs> no, what I saw the- there, just, it was horrible, Elliot, I want to bang my face into the TV.
2: <laughs> and I can't believe who the, quote, the, the Grand Master whatever it was, being under the Blackwood. I, I can believe it. I could believe it. That was just terrible. I thought we'd seen the last of him, like, a long time ago. I thought he was
1: gone. I don't know. Kevin Sullivan, how do you keep getting worse? <laughs> who knows? Um... <laughs> You know, if you keep it up, you may end up in the book beside Tommy Dreamer. Okay? That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> Seriously. I was about to say that. I wonder if we should put him in the
1: book. He may end up in there if we keep getting crap like we got there. But oh, my us you know so. uh, Anyways, you know what? This was terrible. Impact. Uh, this was one of the poorest yep. shows I've seen on Impact for a while. I'm going to give it a, a D. Definitely that, a was that D. that bad. Now, what I'd like to look at mm-hmm. is coming up, Impact... Has united we stand. Yes, I have in front of me the point. matches. I'm going to read off these matches. We're going to make our picks and see how we're going to do. Now, first okay. of all, we've we've <laughs> talked about this one. Joey Ryan and Tessa Blanchard.
2: I'm going to have to file
1: that under who cares.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah. I don't even know why they bother. There's, you, you know, know, I I'm know, know, I'm not like even going to the, the, I'm not even
2: gonna pick a winner there because I don't. Yeah, care. me neither.
1: <laughs> um, I don't mind intergender matches when they make sense, but this one was thrown together last minute, has no reason behind it, so why no. should we care? I don't.
2: Even the original um, one didn't make sense, so. Yep.
1: Now, here we have an Impact versus MLW tag match. LAX, mm. Santana, and Ortiz taking on Lowkey and Ricky Martinez. That's oh. actually not a bad matchup. Who are you that- going to pick on this one?
2: I'm sorry. Uh, I'm L LA, versus L A X versus Ricky Santana and Loki. I'm gonna not Ricky Martinez
1: and Loki. I'm gonna go with L A X. Okay, I'm gonna go with Loki and Ricky Martinez in this one. I think it's gonna be a tremendous battle. I like both these teams a lot. Yep. Um, next next up, how's this for a weird one? Okay, we have uh, Team Impact versus Team Lucha Underground. We're gonna have Brian Cage, Moose, and Eddie Edwards versus Daga, Aerostar, and Marty the Moth. I, Ooh. wow, I don't even know how to pick a match like that. I mean, we've seen Lucha Underground, but Lucha Underground's kind of not, it's all kind of a TV show. No, I don't think
2: Lucha Underground's coming back.
1: You don't think it's coming back? I don't know, but I do think ah. all the matches we've seen on there, and these guys we've seen, they've been under very controlled situations. I mean, they're all great wrestlers, they all have pedigrees behind them, so it's, extra- like, I don't know Marty the Moth, from, except for what I've seen on Lucha Underground. I've never seen Aero... Like, I know they wrestle in other countries and stuff, but I, I, I don't know who to pick for this one, man. I'm opting out of a pick on this one. Do you have uh, a pick?
2: Yeah, I'm, I don't really have a pick. I know Martin Mouth because he was in a, on a Tough Enough.
1: Okay. Yeah. So do you that's, pick, that's do you pick uh, his That's where team? I know him
2: from. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with them, his team, yeah. Because I know him from right. uh, Tough Enough.
1: Sounds good. All right, moving on, we have... Okay, now I wrote this one down because there's so many teams re- our companies represented here. It's an Ultimate X match featuring. You Ready for this? Johnny Impact mm-hmm. from Impact versus Jake Crist from Impact versus Dante Fox <laughs> from Lucha Underground versus Jake okay. Evans from AAA versus Codo Brazil from MLW versus Pat Buck from WrestlePro. I know Pat Buck. Really, I do. That's the only guy I did not know, and all these guys. I've I've known Jack Evans for years. I've I, I've interviewed him and, and seen him wrestle live. Dante Fox is a a tremendous. Uh, He hasn't never really broke out on a national scale, but he's a very good wrestler. Jake Crist sucks monkey balls. Um, Johnny Impact, well, he's boring as heck. Uh, Cota Brazil, not sold on. And Pat Buck, I have no clue. I'm going to have to go with Johnny Impact just because this is an Impact uh, pay-per-view, and he is the Impact champion. So, yeah, as I'm going to go with Johnny as Impact. Much,
2: as, much, as much as I don't like Johnny Impact, I'm going yeah, I'm to go with him as well.
1: I'm certainly not going with J. Christ. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. A, a Monster's Ball mash, which really doesn't make sense what? if this isn't in it, right? The, don't you Wait, need a ca- Bist? Like there's a Monster's Ball mash featuring oh Sammy God. Callahan and Jimmy Havoc. Oh I hope Jimmy Havoc... I hope Jimmy Havoc beats the saliva out of uh, Sammy Callahan so I don't have to see him spit. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I yeah, Jimmy Havoc uh, on my end, yep.
1: All right, then we have uh, a women's uh, a women's division match. Taya Valkyrie putting her belt up against Rosemary, Jordan Grace, and Katie Forbes. I don't even know who <laughs> Katie Forbes is, to be honest. Yep. Uh,
2: um, You know what? I already know who I'm going to pick.
1: Who are you picking? I'm going with Jordan Grace. That's who my heart wants to go with, but I think they're going to screw her over. I think she's going to have to win that belt on her own, and I think that Ty Velky's is going to pull some crap and come out of here with the championship belt. Okay. Onto the onto the X division uh, defense. Now this one's tough because I don't know who the second guy is. Rich Swan putting his belt up against Flamita, who was uh, apparently in Lucha Underground. I don't know who Flamita is. Any ideas? Mexican,
2: a Mexican luchador. He used to wrestle in the. Uh, they used to used to wrestle in AAA. <laughs>
1: I don't know him at all, though. So uh, I'm gonna abstain from vote. Little... I'm going with Swan. Rich Swan. All right, and in the main event, the Lucha Brothers taking on two old men from ACW, <laughs> Rob Van Dan and Sabu. <laughs> this
2: is this was this was a um,
1: subtitle. Can't believe this is a main the, event. <laughs>
2: this was subtitled the Extreme Dreamer match. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know whose dream match this is, but. <laughs> I'm going with
1: the Lucha Brothers. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with them too. I mean, come on. Sabu, he's going to have a heart attack. He's so freaking old. And 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 Rob Van Dam is probably going to be so stoned he probably won't know where the ring is. So, interesting. Interesting. Sabu
2: is a, a perfect example of uh, someone who is not a really great person outside the ring.
1: Yeah, and he's also a great example of guys who stay in the business way too long. Yeah. So, uh, Wow. Okay, you know what? Let's move on to MLW. MLW okay. this week, uh, I forgot to give, I said ROH show this week. Did I give it a number? I think I gave it a, I, I don't think I did. I'm going to give it an A minus. No. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Oh,
2: okay. All right.
1: And, and it's funny, when I said B minor, I meant B minus. I was hoping you were going to catch me on that. B but <laughs> B minor. <laughs> Woo. Anyways, uh, MLW this week. Um, I don't, okay, I don't understand this. First of all, Dega coming out. Remember Dega when Loki broke, per, ripped a zero yep. off or some crap? Yeah, yeah. Takes on, takes on Ariel Dominguez, who I think you're bigger than Ariel Dominguez. To be honest, he's a tiny little <laughs> dude. No, Ariel Dominguez is like, how tall is he? I have no idea, but man, he's small. He's, he gets, you
2: know,
1: he gets his yeah. ass handed to him regularly, <laughs> and he got oh, his wow. ass handled here. Um, yep. this part confused me a little. Ricky Martinez defeating Airwolf. This was Airwolf's uh, debut. Airwolf's
2: debut, yes.
1: And he lost. That's kind of refreshingly different. Yeah, uh,
2: ooh, a debut and you lose your debut match. Wow. Hmm.
1: Well, he's only nineteen and he's just starting, so oh, okay. I guess uh, there's a lot to go for. Okay, uh, the Teddy Hart came out, put an open challenge out, answered by Myron Reed. Oh my god. Okay. I cannot stand Myron Reed. Okay, yeah. I, he reminds me of those two idiots. He reminds me of those idiots from um, that sit around in Impact pretending the to be rascals. Yeah. Ugh.
2: Okay, yeah. yeah. No, I, I didn't catch his uh, name because I saw when he was uh, doing that little camcorder like, yeah. thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. Terrible, terribly dumb. Uh, Teddy Hart, though. You know what? Teddy Hart's always given a lot of guff that he doesn't sell very much, that he doesn't wrestle well for the others. Mm-hmm. He, I think he's been doing really great in this, you know, selling his injury. He, 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 kept, he kept it making sense in this match, so I enjoyed that. Um, there was a few other, you know, there was some, once again, the Dynasty making stupid comments, the Hart Foundation making oh stupid oh, yeah. comments. yeah, the H2,
2: it, at least the H2 this week wasn't as long as others. It was It yeah. was like short and to the point, but still.
1: <laughs> now, um, my boy, okay, I guess this was going to happen somehow, because they showed us in the beginning, they showed Mance Werner how he had been uh, attacked by, uh... Uh, los angeles park and his son son of los angeles park and uh so this week they uh selena whispers something to son of los angeles park Mm -hmm. who takes off somewhere and then he's gone and everyone every time they come back they're freaking out they don't know where he is blah 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 blah. then he comes out and i could not believe this she goes check this out and he comes out and it's obviously not son of la park because this guy's got a totally different body shape (laughs) wearing the mask And his, his dad doesn't even notice it's not oh, him until he starts beating his dad's ass oh, up, damn. pulls off the mask, and it's Mance Warner. Oh, wow. The only thing that would have made this better if Mance had pulled the knee pad up and then pulled it down. Because <laughs> that's what that boy does. But uh, I'm sorry. He made that. He made the whole show for yeah, me. I love that dude. I Mance Warner, he makes MLW fun. I, I totally dig him. All right, so you know before we get going here, we got to take a look. MLW has two big cards coming up. Mm, okay?
2: Okay.
1: Uh one of them has like 8 million matches. So I'm not even going to read half of them wow. cuz they're they're ridiculous, but um I'll read them. We won't even like, okay, Coto Brazil versus Jordan Oliver. I Don't sorry. even know who Jordan I'm sorry, Oliver is. So
2: is that the Battle Riot card?
1: No, this is the night before called oh. Rise of the Renegades. Oh, okay. Code of, okay, Coto Brazil versus Jordan Oliver. Don't know who Jordan Oliver is, do you? Nope. Uh, Ray Horace versus Ace Austin. Well, that could be interesting. You
2: know who Ace Austin is?
1: Gringo Loco. I know you're excited about this. <laughs> Taking on Heo LA Park, Uh-oh. Los Angeles Park. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going to go with Gringo here. Yep. Uh, Barrington Hughes versus Jacob Fatu. Oh wow! Um, I I think Fatu has to win this. I think Contra yeah, has to make a Fatu's going
2: Fatu's going to win that.
1: 450 pound ace romero versus joseph samuel that's the guy who took a spike to his face i think once again contra has to make a, a point here uh mjf versus brian pillman Ooh. <laughs> stinkeroni i'm skipping that one <laughs> um minoru tanaka putting up the junior heavyweight title from uh the ghc title against uh, daga oh okay. wow that, that seemed to come out of nowhere uh i'll go with tanaka he's a good wrestler and daga's like okay i guess bleeds a lot from his ear. Um, <laughs> all right. So you guess who, who I'm going to pick in this next match. Matts Warner versus Sammy Callahan.
2: Oh, gee. Uh, I want to say Sammy Callahan. But, but,
1: but you'd be mistaken.
2: I want to <laughs> say Sammy Callahan, but I'd be mistaken. And I don't want to <laughs> be put in the book. So I'm going to go with Mance Warner.
1: I hope Mance That's Warner who you're picking. Kicks, yeah. Yeah, I hope he kicks up with little saliva that Callahan has left from the last match. That's um, disgusting. <laughs> it is. Then there's a six man table match the Heart Foundation versus the Dynasty. I think Heart mm-hmm. Foundation. Ah, uh, here's okay. The last two matches, at least, are interesting Pentagon Jr. versus Los Angeles Park. <laughs> I can't count. I gotta mm. call him that forever. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Pentagon's gotta win uh, that, don't you think? Los yeah, Angeles think is like Pentagon. old. I'm going and with the main event, I'm, Yeah. the main event, a New York street fight. Filthy mm-hmm. Tom Lawler, who I hope takes a bath before this so he's not so filthy, <laughs> against Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy oh. Havoc, being the only guy that, that has a pin over uh, Lawler in the last two years. going to oh. go with Lawler. Hmm. It's going to be okay. a blood match. It's going to be disgusting, but I'm going to go with Lawler.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm going to take Lawler because he has to win that one.
1: Now, the next night is Battle Riot 2. Now, I'm not going to mm-hmm. name all 50 wrestlers in here or whatever crap it is. There's a lot of guys. 50. Uh, I am, wow. It's 40 or 50 guys in this thing. So uh, what okay. I am going to do is there are some other matches that have been signed for it that night. Mm-hmm. So we have Los Angeles Park versus Jimmy Havoc. I'm going
2: to have to go with Jimmy this Havoc. One gonna go, yeah, this one, I'm going to have to go with Jimmy Havoc.
1: Daga versus Low Key. Uh, Daga. Who are you picking? Okay, I'm going to go Low Key. Okay. Teddy Hart
2: versus
1: Ace Austin. Oh, Teddy Hart! Yeah, come on, Ace Austin, get a haircut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brian Pillman versus Rich Swan. Um, gonna go
2: with Brian Pillman on
1: that one. Really? I'm gonna go Rich Swan on this one. This will be interesting. Okay. It's nice to see us pick some different right. stuff. Do you have a guess who you're gonna, who's gonna win the the Battle Riot this year? I know who I'm picking, and I, I don't know if he'll really win it, but. I'm going with my boy Matts Warner.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say it. I was gonna ask him. I'm sure Matts Warner's gonna because I'm, I'm gonna pick him to win it.
1: Okay, we threw all our eggs in one basket, folks. Well, let's <laughs> hope we didn't get egg on our face.
2: Oh.
1: Well, you know what? We're gonna have a heck of a lot of stuff to talk about next week, man. Oh yeah. I mean, not not only do we have the regular TV showings for each of these companies, now we also have four big pay-per-view cards that we're gonna have to talk about. So, fans, tune in next week for our 28-hour extravaganza show. Uh, no, no, there's no hours. New Japan. It won't be 28.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sure to get a lot of sleep, so I'll be all rested up.
1: <laughs> uh, you're going to need it. We're, we're going to have a big show next week, folks. Lots of things. You know what? Before we go, Elio, this is the biggest pay-per-view points game for wrestling POV. Once again, tell the yes. fans how to do it. Tell them what's about.
2: It is a wrestling POV, WrestleMania points game. It all goes down on this Sunday, and all you have to do is go over to the Wrestling POV podcast Facebook page, like that page, share it out, and that's how you uh, get connected. Uh, Once the lineup is posted, you go there, you make your picks, uh, either 5 or 10 points and you can either lose big or win big. So be sure to be and smart, uh, make your picks, and just have fun playing
1: it. Now this this year will be the first time that they're going to give away a big prize. You, yes, if you win you, this, and you're if you're not part of the POV family, and you win this, mm-hmm. you could win either a fifty dollar uh, card from who is it from? I can't remember. Amazon? I think it was Amazon. Amazon, Amazon. T J
2: Murphy has to resign for this weekend.
1: Or you can win the mystery POV crate, and folks, you know what? I have a feeling in my heart that that crate has some good crap in it. Okay, I think it's gonna be worth more yeah, than so the why? card. So well, uh, I told
2: you, I might have to, I might have to resign for this weekend.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I might have to find a new host <laughs> if you resign.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what was it for this weekend? i uh, like
1: old host. I wonder what that old host the, is doing.
2: <laughs> then I'll, then I'll, I'll show up next Tuesday night, and I'll be like, did you Did you actually take me seriously? Did you really think I resigned?
1: Yeah, and you will come back, and there'll be me and the puppet doing the show. <laughs> great job. Great job.
2: Don't don't screw me and
1: put me with that puppet. <laughs> anyway, fans, I'm down to my last sip of uh, Diet Coke. I'm eating my last mm-hmm. bit of chocolate bar. That means the show is over. We look forward to next week, where we're going to be covering yes. a lot of cool things.
2: Oh, my God. Next, should be a gonna, fun, next week will be a fun show, as always.
1: I was going to say, yeah. I was going to. I was hoping you weren't going to say next week's going to be fun, and this week isn't, because this was pretty fun, I think.
2: No, I, I said <laughs> next week's show is going to be a fun one, show as always.
1: Yeah, you know what? It has been fun, fans. You know what? From, yep. from, from your two favorite Canadian fans, to the guys who brought Alanis Morissette into your world... Who showed you guys a little bit about what Russian uh, pop raves dance music's all about? For the legend T. James Logan and his cohort, throw your name out there, boy. The gentleman Elio Canella. We wish you guys a great night. Remember, you can catch us on Instagram. You can catch us on um, the, the Twitter machine. We're all over the interweb. Uh, Spotify, I think we're on, like, Spotify, iHeartRadio,
2: iTunes, Podbean.
1: And you know what? What's the Twitter handle? I don't even know what Twitter is. I thought it was a bird. But what's the Twitter handle?
2: It's a POV one, I believe. All
1: right. I and Instagram.
2: Yeah. Instagram and is Russing POV. Maybe this. And uh, Facebook and is an Russing POV podcast.
1: Right, and that's fans. You can also get a hold of us at Global. There, you can drop messages for me and Elio. You can tell me yep. how much you thought I did a great job and how Elio sucked bananas. We'll we'll read oh. it. Oh. <laughs> That was i'm hard. kind of a bully i can't i can't <laughs> help it it's just the way i was brought up all right folks have yourselves a great night greetings from canada to our russian fans privyette to our korean fans i don't know what to say um to our german fans you know whatever to our english fans yo yep. anyways <laughs> you guys have a great night
2: a <laughs> every night